Yo, it's Teresa. You know, your friend Teresa. Ice tea, tea money, tea leaf, tea dog, queen tea. I don't really have an AKA, but you know, I'm in search of one. So if you guys want to suggest one for me, I might use it. Um, you can tweet it at me at Larissa T, or you can email me, tell me anythingpod at gmail.com. I might say it on the show, I might not, but either way, I'd love to hear it. Love to hear your ideas. Speaking of hearing from you, you can call me at 323-388-3521. Leave me a confession. It's anonymous, unless you say your name, and then it is not anonymous. But leave me a message. I could play it on the show or tell me you don't want me to play it on the show, but you just want me to hear it. I'll respond. Whatever you want to do. Really, the world is your oyster. But I love to hear from you guys. And even if you want to just say hi and you don't have a confession, love to hear that. It is the holidays. It's a lonely time. So, you know, reach out. I love, I'm here. I'm a person. I'm listening. Speaking of holidays. Hey, remember when I said if you join the Patreon by December 1st, um, I'll send you a special holiday surprise? Well, guess what? That's going out this week because it is December and we did pass the deadline. So if you made the cut, congratulations. Uh, So look out for that. Look out in your mailbox. If you sent me your address, you will be getting a little surprise. So so look out for that. Anyways, uh, what else? Oh, come see me live. I'm doing stand-up. That's what I do. I do stand-up. I host a show every Monday at Public House in Los Feliz in Los Angeles at 10 p.m. Uh, except for Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, we're off then. But come every Monday, including the next one on Monday, December 10th. And I'm also performing on Thursday, December 13th at Night Voyage. It's a show at Club Fay in Los Angeles as well. Friday, December 14th, I'm doing Cuck which is, I'm not cucking anybody, don't worry. Um, Mom, I'm just doing a show called Cuck at UCB Sunset at 9 p.m. And then after that, I'll be at the Ruby headlining the Act Like a Girl show. Um, And then there's more, but you know, you guys can check my shows out, TeresaLeeComedy.com. I try to keep it as updated as possible. Um, I won't keep you any longer. If you guys uh, enjoy this podcast, feel free to leave me a review on iTunes. And that's it. All right. I'm really excited about this show. I had so much fun. Um, You guys requested more cracks, comedians, and writers. And you know what? I listened. I delivered. And this guest is fucking great. She's amazing. Friend family. I don't know. She's not really almost family. We're from the same hometown. Just a very smart, awesome, uh, well-spoken, well-written, cool gal. So happy to have her on. All right. Anyways, here's the show. Goodbye. You can tell her. You can tell her anything. She's a real good listener. You can tell her anything. Hey, guys. It's Teresa, the host of You Can Tell Me Anything, the podcast where I have comedians confess something they've never told anyone before. I'm very excited because today I have a special guest. She's a friend. Uh, She used to work with me at Cracked, and she produces some more news. It's Katie Stoll. Hi, guys. Hello. It's me, Katie Stoll. How are you? I'm good <laughs> we, we kind of had a conversation know. before this and then but we, then i was it's too much juicy stuff for this it is podcast. it's a little too there's too many deets to, yeah. to put on the record we were trying to catch up because it's been a, yeah. been a minute and we so we had a great conversation mm-hmm. that you're not privy to but we're gonna have another good conversation <laughs> we'll right distill now it for this um yeah, we can extrapolate some pertinent points maybe <laughs> 
Well, I was going to say, because I actually feel like when we work together, we would get in a lot of deep conversations. Yeah. Because I feel like you're a good listener. And Thank so, you. So That's so nice. We're, we're both good listeners. Hope, well, hope I hope I am a good you listener. You are a good listener. Um, yeah. I, I like get self-conscious. I, w- I worry sometimes that I'm not. So that's nice. Oh, do, well, do people confess things to you a lot? I feel like they do. I don't know why I think that I don't. Well, it's because I, I, I guess I have ADD. I didn't okay, really realize that till later. <laughs> um, and so, so I can be scattered, mm-hmm. but I think that there, because my brain kind of, uh, there's a, something in it that wa- like gets distracted by something over there. Oh, sure. I think that I try to be pr- present. I try to actively okay. be like listening right now because I want to be listening right. you know like it, it's a kind of a, um, a, a like a, the exercise of being mindful yeah but so I I, I totally hear you because I also found out I have ADHD and part of it is uh when you're trying to be present it's like I need this person to know that I'm not just thinking of the next thing to say yeah but I actually think I think that's if you have a little bit of that that it makes you a more interesting conversationalist because if you are listening, taking it in, and then it makes you think of something, mm-hmm. you can maybe process that information in a way that they didn't think of before. Yeah, you're just operating on a different speed. Yeah, and yeah. There's a balance to it. There's a balance <laughs> to listening and also saying like acknowledging in your mind like yes, that reminded me of something relevant. Hold on for a second. You can share it when you're done listening. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Well, do you go to therapy or how do you like when you have stuff that you need to talk about? I do go to therapy. I've had a hard time going to therapy. Well, mm-hmm. it's because I've had a hard time finding a therapist I like, but okay. I have found one that I like. Um, and even when I'm not, I am. I do always feel like I'm kind of in therapy. I'm always trying to grow or talking mm-hmm. to friends. But but it is really but I'm not I'm not that good about talking about myself too much. OK. Um, and. I have found a lot of resistance in therapy, but it's good and it feels good. But I panic a little bit Oh, um, right before going and then halfway through. Oh, interesting. Like you don't like you will lie to yourself in it or you're just like, I don't want to talk about it. Just this, like I don't know how I'm going to keep talking about myself because ah. it's not like I can say like when I'm starting to feel I've been sitting in my feelings too much here. Uh-huh. I could say, but no, tell me about you. What's been going on over there? And oh. then, and then you can <laughs> circle back to me in a little bit, you sure. know, as the, as conversations do, but there's something about the pressure of like, this hour is all about me. Uh-huh. Um, and I've talked to a lot of people that are like, just power through it. Yeah. It gets better. People that have had similar experiences to it. I'm the opposite of that because I will, uh, the hour will go up and I'll be like, I feel like I didn't talk enough about me. Like, <laughs> like I didn't deep dive. Like, is that possible? <laughs> I was just feeding you things about me that I thought you wanted to hear. I didn't like, even break the surface right. of what I'm I like, need to say. So much more depth to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is. I want to get out of there, but I do appreciate it, and it is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But that's good. Well, uh, speaking of good, do you have a good confession you'd like to make? I was thinking about that. Um, I, does, I, I don't know if this counts. I was trying to think about cool it things that I do. It counts if it makes you feel good and it's something okay. you're proud to share. I'm proud to share this, and I think that it might make people f- feel good in their own lives if they did it. Um, I've Well, first of all, if I have cash, I give it to a homeless person. Uh-huh. That I, If I see if somebody asks me and I have it, I will give it to them. That's great. Um, I'm not the best about donating to charities. I do, but it's mm-hmm. like I can't really spare a significant amount of money. A small donations help. All of these campaigns were sure. raised by small donations. They totally do. But sometimes uh, that feels futile when everyone's donating to Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. and I've just kind of only can afford five bucks mm-hmm. and, oh, that person needs a meal. 
you yeah. know, so that always feels good. And then the other thing, similarly, but uh, not quite the same, when you're, it's annoying when you're going into a market and there's those people always outside mm-hmm. saying, can you sign this or can you sign up for this? And I always try to say, you know what? Not today, but good luck. Oh, that's nice. I really, I really, I, good luck. I hope it's not too hard out there. I hope you get what you need. Whatever it is that comes, I try to have a moment and not just walk past them. And oh, that's yeah. my humble brag. That makes me feel better and like less of an asshole in our busy, yeah. self-involved lives. Not today is nice. Yeah, I say that at the grocery store for like for the with Children's Miracle Network or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's that's a good way to frame it because you, you don't have to be rude just because it's a no. And I think some people just want to shut down because they don't like the confrontation. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's, I've been thinking about it, especially after canvassing a lot mm-hmm. for uh, Democratic candidates this year midterms we're recording this right after the midterms mm-hmm. um and like i know plenty of times people have knocked on my door and i have hid you know <laughs> like i'm not yeah. coming out but you know what it's so nice if someone just comes and answers his door real quick it's i'm not so gonna sorry. take up too much of yeah. your time um i yeah. can be patient and like connect with this human being for a second and hear what they have to say Right. Well, that's really nice. Um, also, just there's other ways to don't. If you can't donate money, that you sounds yeah. like you donate your time. So that's something too. Yeah. Because um, you know, time is something that's a valuable resource, and so it sure is. Yeah. yeah. So that's great that you you and my steps and your on my step. on my little pedometer or whatever. Uh huh. Um, yeah. There's so many other ways to reach and connect to people. There are, and I think I I think it's important um, working. Well, as we do in an mm-hmm. industry that's like pretty chaotic and there's not that much security um, and and it's really easy to isolate. Maybe not for you. You go you go out a lot doing shows. I don't know. And stuff. I feel isolated even when I'm in public. <laughs> sure. And then there's that. There are our <laughs> own prisons. And that's why we have to go to therapy. Yeah. I'm stuff. constantly feeling really alone. But, you know, I've it's gotten a lot better since I moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. So it does make me wonder if it is a location thing or if. And I do take more time to care about myself now. Sure. But I definitely do still have days where out of nowhere, I'll just suddenly be like, the feeling's back. You know what I yeah. mean? The feeling, yes. like the, the anxiety or the suddenly being like, I'm alone forever. And yeah. it doesn't matter who's around me, but I just the will blues, never be happy. Yeah. There's a feeling of like, I'm always going to feel this emptiness uh-huh. and, and it's just there. And you <laughs> might be right. Um, do you think and everyone I don't, has that? Because I, I used to think everyone has that. And then I think of people just living in nice white picket fence houses on instagram i've never tried to do an open mic or wanted any oh, attention yeah. and i'm like do you ever feel an emptiness or yeah they just do complete and their whole? sads come from a different place <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> i think so i think that life um uh, we've been hoodwinked into thinking i mean that we should be happy all the time oh yeah yeah and That's- we're not wired that way. And mm-hmm. if you think about it, happiness doesn't exist without the opposite. That's true. And I think about that a lot when I'm really sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I think about that. Like this, this, if I can have the presence of mind to be like, this is existing and the other thing exists and they don't exist without each other. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and you have that perspective. Um, I think it's a quest for happiness, a quest for mm-hmm. finding balance. I also don't think happiness is necessarily the answer. Uh, like really happy highs just make your lows feel even lower. For sure. And I'm not saying that yes. we should strive for mediocrity or middle <laughs> of the lo- lo- road, but 
a feeling of normalcy is probably actual happiness. Stability. Stability. And saying yeah. like, and also being able to recognize, you know what, I am feeling low. I'm not feeling good. What do I need to take care of it? Is it retreating? Is it trying to seek other people? Is it uh-huh. a walk? Um, and just being able to pinpoint little things that can help regain equilibrium yeah that's a good way to put it because definitely we don't have to be happy all the time and i think if you know if you've been through ups and downs then you have a little bit more reliability knowing that you can get through the downs yeah so it's just having a little bit more faith in like i don't know the system or yourself um but yeah i don't know it's uh Gosh, I had a thought and then I totally forgot it. That's uh, what we were talking about. That ADD, sometimes you got to have There's a balance too. And I always get weird when I have to interject. But sometimes I have to interject oh, and say like, like real quick this. And I'll go back to what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise it was going to be gone forever. I've started <laughs> keeping things in my uh, iPhone notes. And uh, it has helped because I've, I'll find things later that I'm like, oh, I did have that thought that I said not to forget. And I forgot it. So cool. I have that now. <laughs> Are you... So my... <laughs> Depends on how much time I have to jot it down uh-huh. because I've got my clumsy fingers are real bad at those notes. And frequently I look back at them and it's like zigzag swiddle swap. <laughs> uh, what? You know, like what did that mean? <laughs> That's know? Yeah. Well, I, I'll do it while I'm driving. I'll just say, hey, Siri. And then I'll tell it to say oh. write a note. And often it is kind of gibberish because some of the words are wrong, but just enough it's that I know. It's kind of fun. Maybe I should play a game with that on a future podcast. I'll uh, you read should. iPhone notes. That's a very fun idea. Yeah, that could be fun. I <laughs> once went through and like created some weird poetry oh. out of random. And it was very funny. And That's fun. Now it got lost in my notes as well. I, l- I miss writing poetry. I mean, I don't really do it now, but I used to. I was just thinking like the difference. I actually wanted to make a joke about this, but then I felt I didn't want my boyfriend to think it was about him. Because it's not <laughs> about him. If you, I don't think he listens to this podcast. But um, but just I was like, I miss like, w- I like dating women because of the poetry. Because <laughs> it's just there's something about being so like, you know, when you're like, I used to be more one-sided about it. I just like write by myself. But like, when you meet another person like that and mm-hmm. you can just be like, I feel all these things for yes. you. And like you can just like open up and it's like, it's so gross, but it's like, um, it's easier to do that with women. <laughs> I think so <laughs> nice. And to, to be able to look at someone's eyes and be like, I love you deeply and I don't yeah. want you to die. Like that's a crazy thing to say to person, well, but like you think it about someone you love, but like if I looked at my boyfriend, I was like, I don't want you to die. Like he'd be, he'd be like, like, what the get fuck? You're crazy. Your problem? <laughs> like, do you need, yeah. Like, have you been to therapy lately? I texted him today. I was like, I just saw you yesterday, but I miss you. And I was like, that's already going too far. Well, he was nice. He responded, but it's uh, not going too far. It's but I was cute. like, I like to say, I like to like think things like that. But I, anyways, lately I've been less censoring of myself, mm-hmm. I think, which has been, I don't know what's coming next. It's kind of exciting because, um, for me, I think I used to censor myself because I was like afraid of sure. how people re- would react. So it's easier to be in the status quo. But then I realized what I, I'm not where I want to be in life. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like unhappy, but, um, I'm not where I want to end up. And I think if I don't, if I want to get somewhere else, then why am I trying to stay the same? Like there's this weird, absolutely. Paradox. Why you let fear stop you? Yeah. Cause like the only way to get to the next level or whatever is to, and is to keep jumping these like hoops and the faster you uh sometimes i'm like i feel uncomfortable about making a call or saying something but i'm like i can speed like to around a boyfriend boyfriend or, or people like sometimes it, I, maybe i'll feel uncomfortable about a situation like mm-hmm. anything like you know with even with work if i'm like oh i uh, i feel like this isn't my job or th- anything right, like right, that right. i used to be like oh, i don't want to say anything but now i'm like i can fast forward my life a little by cutting the fat yeah like all the wait time all the all the time in the movie the second act where the person's you already know what they're supposed to do but they haven't haven't realized it yet i'm like i 
can do that. <laughs> Teresa, this is a big <laughs> deal. That's a big epiphany. And it's hard to put into practice. But it is about, like, in terms of relationships, I think that this is really important. And we do edit ourselves. We're worried. Mm-hmm. And we do it all the time. This is a constant battle. I think you meet people and this person makes you nervous or whatever and you don't want to fuck it up. Well, you're not going to fuck it up. You're just going to be you. Yeah. Like, and if you misspeak and you regret what you say and you say, oops, I didn't mean that actually the person that you're going to be with will be like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, or like, no, it was funny or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, if they actually care, then it's right. not no, no problem with you, but we're not meant to be right. That's the key. The person you're going to be with. And if, if the whole goal is to figure out if we're going to be with the right person faster than like, you should make all those mistakes sooner. Yeah, you should. And and be unapologetic about it. Yeah. But I, I mean, do have a tendency to self-sabotage. And I've noticed it more now, uh, like as I'm trying to be more reflective, that when things are going well, I'll be like, okay, what's the thing that could go wrong? Okay, oh, let yeah. me just make it go wrong so that we get that over with. Yep. And it's like it's like um, playing whack-a-mole, but I'm like grabbing the moles out. I'm like, hello. <laughs> like, I know, I know. Like, <laughs> like I, I got you. Yeah. I don't even know if you are a mole, but... <laughs> I don't know what it is. And I've lately sensed it. Like, for example, I've been wanting to drink more. I haven't drank for eight months. Mm-hmm. And I probably will at some point go back to drinking. But it's, it's made me feel really good. I've saved money. I've lost weight. Also, just like not done anything dumb. Well, <laughs> done, 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 I've stupid. definitely done dumb things because um, that's just my character. But sure. done less dumb things due to alcohol. But lately I've been like looking at alcohol and being like, but not because I want to drink because of, like in an addictive way, but in a literally in a I want to make bad decisions like in an actual uh-huh. i want to sabotage and i don't know where that's coming from that's interesting and i think it's maybe because i'm feeling like i've been doing so well that i'm like okay cool well let's try something else seems like maybe alcohol is a good outlet for you to uh break free and i'm not saying good but yeah. i think it maybe it has been sure a place for you to like an excuse uh-huh but i've been uh i've been now kind of clocking how these uh, desires because I had yeah. these desires to do bad things. Not bad. They're not terrible, no, but just but like bad, bad decisions. Where I want to go out and get wild one night. Yeah. You know? Where on paper I've already proven to myself like, okay, here's two choices and choice one will have a good outcome. Choice two will have a bad outcome. And I've already proven myself over and over. Yeah. And so it's like, I've learned the lesson, but somehow I want to do the bad thing. And I'm like, why? What is that tendency? What is that? I don't know. Um, Very bizarre, but, um, no, I, I think that we all have that. Sure. So do we? Okay. <laughs> but in different ways, mm-hmm. you know, like this is a thing that I know has a negative outcome, but there's a routine, there's a security in it. Mm-hmm. There's a security in knowing uh, how something will play out or that sure. there's a comfort in like knowing how it's going to make you feel. Also, I, th- I th- believe, I mean, there is science to this, mm-hmm. how the mind works, but we can be addicted to our negative patterns because mm. that, because it is comforting. It's like, and it reinforces the narrative that you have about yourself yeah, because okay. losing that narrative is uncomfortable. Sure. Cause if you become a better, if you actually become a better person, then you're like, what happened to the old me? Mm-hmm. Actually. And this- you, but again, you, but there's a safety. It's like, I know who that girl is. Right. I know that that girl is a good person and then she gets wild and has fun for a little while. And the next day she feels bad. And there is some sort of, um, positive benefit serotonin release that I get in that comforting cycle. Yeah. I think you're, this kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier about there can't be, um, 
uh, what's it called? Happiness without uh, sadness. And I think, but I think instead of just letting it ride where I'm like one day I'm happy, one day I'm sad, I'm now trying to create, like force create the happiness by contrasting it with the unhappiness. And maybe that's where that's coming from is like me being like, oh, I'm going to self-sabotage because things are going okay now, Mm -hmm. but they could be better if I made things worse. (laughs) Because then when I come back up, it'll be like, I'll really appreciate (laughs) it. You know, it isn't, I was sick last week and God damn it. I can say, God damn it. Um, the week before I would just been tired. I was probably getting sick, mm-hmm. but, um, and like there was something in me and this always happens where there's a point when I've been healthy for a long time mm-hmm. where part of me is like, I just want to be sick. Really? <laughs> I don't want to be sick, just but to I want to feel healthy again. <laughs> yeah. But like, I just want to, I just want to like rest and like have an excuse to rest. Yeah. Even though when I'm sick, I'm like, oh, I want to get out of this house. Sure. But as soon as I'm sick, I'm like, oh, healthy is where it's at. What was <laughs> I thinking wanting to be sick? That but it happens sure enough once a year or something. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, I'm, do you, are you religious or what's Mm-mm. your, uh, do you believe in like fate or what's I your standing on that? spiritual. Okay. I believe. What does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Or what um, does that mean to you? I believe in there being a lot more of the universe that we don't know. I believe mm-hmm. that we're all connected. Honestly, I probably believe in uh, past lives and reincarnation. Oh, cool. I think that it's, you guys all know, even if you don't believe in it, but you mm-hmm. all know that you've met people in your life. Where you're like, oh, I already know you. I've mm-hmm. known you for my whole life, but I don't really. You know, there's mm-hmm. a, a comfort. Um, I don't know. I find I find it comforting. Also, I've had loss in my life, and mm-hmm. that was a really comforting thought. Right for to me. be like, we've been here before. We've been here before, and I'll see you again. Yeah, and like there are a lot of things that we can't explain and we don't know. And uh, anyone who's science minded hates me right now. I'm not saying that I know science is about discovering. So I don't think scientists are inherently against any like holistic or, um, what's I want to say, whatever astrology falls into. I don't think, yeah, this is anything. I don't think scientists are against it. Like they'll roll their eyes. If you're talking about it, like it's science, but I think they're open to the discovery. They just, haven't discovered it yet. I think that for me, having a faith in something like that, mm-hmm. maybe not reincarnation specifically, but at the very least, you know, the idea, that, you know, energy can't be created or destroyed, yeah. just changed. Just that. Or the, this, this, there are so many things. I th- Having faith in that to me makes more sense than having faith that there's a God who cares how I worship him, you yeah, know, who, that's true. who condones wars in his name (laughs) because someone wants to split hairs about what it is. He thinks is the best way to pray. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily believe in like one God, but I do, I do believe in, um, like Zeus and shit. I I love the idea. (laughs) I love Greek mythology so much, but I don't know about that, but I do, I do believe in the idea of like, sometimes I feel like I'm being tested and I don't know if Mm -hmm. I'm testing myself or there's lessons I'm supposed to learn. I don't know if this falls under karma, but, but then I, when that happens, I do feel that I'm like, Oh, there's something testing me. I don't think it's necessarily a God, but maybe, but this is when I love thinking about simulations. I don't really think we're in a simulation, but just like I, it's like we're talking about making the wrong choice, like over and over. I want to make the wrong choice, but it's just like, if I just don't, this good thing will happen. And then you do it and it does. And you're Mm -hmm. like, Oh, it's like pre-written. Mm hmm. But I'm like, I don't know what that is. Is it pre-written? Well, I I don't <laughs> think it's pre-written. Um, I just think that anything you... Ch- I don't know that there's... I mean, there are wrong 
choices in that it can be a destructive choice, mm-hmm. but every choice is going to lead to your next choice. True. Like, yeah, you know, like there's it, no other way to look at it because that's the only way you're ever going to go. <laughs> I will say that I don't know that I believe in coincidences. Oh, um, and okay. obviously I do <laughs> in that, like so, some things that are, are coincidental, but some things are like, how did that happen? Yeah. How in the name of God, did we, name of God that I don't believe in the name of spirituality? Did did these two people and these two things end up at this place at this time? Yeah. Out of all the people that can be anywhere, the statistically the the sure. And then when something happens a lot, and you're like, what? This is too weird. I can't think of a specific example, but you always all know it. And and yeah. I also find it comforting mm-hmm. to me when I'm like, that's odd. And I don't think it's just a coincidence. I'm not going to put any more weight in it than that, but I'm going to notice it and I'm just going to have it and I'm going to feel uh, a little jolt of safety almost. Like there's something of like, uh, I'm on the right path. I think of them as universe giving you signs. Yeah. Th- but that's why I'm like, I don't know if this is why I often will make the wrong choice. Cause even when the signs will point me towards something, I'm like, man, eh, I don't want to do it. It's part of me being yeah. like rebellious. Like let's see what happened if I, follow the other but that's path. part of it too that <laughs> still can be a sign that's true i mean obviously i think it's a coincidence if we both share show up wearing the same jacket or something but sure but i know what you're talking about you're talking about like like sp- you know when people have those stories um, oftentimes they're told in churches i feel like i feel like people tell them when they're um doing first-hand encounters because if you have an experience like that it's really hard not to believe in higher power yeah. where they're like you know i you know whatever like i was gonna die and then i had the exact change that this man gave me and mm-hmm. that's the, the water that got the winning lotto mm-hmm. ticket for me to yep. get out of drugs and you're like what like <laughs> <laughs> right 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 <laughs> yeah and then they're like and that's how when i heard god it's like well of course because you survive like of course yeah if you, if you beat any odds you're gonna yeah kind of believe in something and then you're gonna call it god and i'm fine with you calling it god but yeah you can believe in yourself you can believe in whatever yeah 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 well uh th- i feel like that was a good intro to um good. <laughs> your to, to katie Stoll. but katie is there anything you would like to tell me oh my god i can't believe i'm gonna tell you guys this story and i'm only telling you this story because my mom won't ever listen to it <laughs> i mean she's probably fine it's just me that gets embarrassed um uh-huh. but so okay i have this thing called hyperhidrosis Oh, okay. And it's where you're extra sweaty. I should oh, say okay. had. I had a surgery for it. But it's basically like you have an extra ganglion or something, a nerve, uh-huh. and it produces, it makes an overactive sweat gland. And so I had really sweaty hands and feet my whole life growing oh, wow. up. When I was a little girl, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> wear sandals because Aww. I would slip out of them and twist Aww. my ankle. Like, oh, no. And I was like, I was also a really fat kid when I was little. And you were? I was so sweaty. Yeah, I went to I fat camp. Oh, uh, really? Oh or a gosh. fat class, I call it camp. What's but it, a fat class? Like when it was they like you how to a couple nights a week. Yeah, you go and you learn about healthy eating choices, oh, and wow. you get weighed in, and you exercise with everybody. Oh my god, that sounds <laughs> like torture. It was hard. I mean, how young were you? I was ten or eleven. I was little. I was young. I wasn't little. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's formative for me. That's young to be that's telling young, kids that. But my doctor had me like, go. But I wasn't whoa. that overweight. I definitely I was the skinniest kid at fat camp. It is the title of my autobiography. Uh, I have made that there, joke before. Like, did that affect you? Because I, I can't at ten years old being told like, did you f- feel like it was it a negative f- connotation? Yeah, it was for sure. But I had felt I had been beating myself up about being fat for a long time. Aww. And so I remember just you, not the other kids, just me. I mean, maybe my brothers teased me a bit, you know, but I was, I've always been self-conscious uh-huh. and I still am. 
I mean, less so about physically, although like I know I'm skinny. I'm not thinking yeah, about I was gonna say you are very skinny. I'm very thin. I'm very healthy. I'm a vegetarian since I was in high school. I work out a lot. A lot of that's definitely formative from when I was younger. And uh-huh. I it took me a, a, for a while. That was probably way more. I wouldn't have acknowledged that it was such a big part of me and a problem for me. And I'm much better about it now, mm. but yeah, it was from a young age. This, it's not my confession though. No, but it's interesting. Okay. We it is interesting. Um, but yeah, that's all part of me. Anyway, I was fat and sweaty <laughs> and, uh, you know, like I would do when I was doing my tests in high school, mm-hmm. my, the ink would be smudged. Wow. And, uh, I was so embarrassed about it. I was like, how am I ever going to date? Honestly, I'm an actor. I Honestly, qu- you'd probably, uh, I'll put that in the plus category for dating. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to there. Um, <laughs> uh, but I was just so embarrassed about it. Like I stopped at, like, didn't, I kind of thought I can't be an actor. I have to hold, I can't not <laughs> I have to hold people's hands. But anyway, I had my first boyfriend in high school, but like my first real boyfriend when I w- was in college and uh you know lost my virginity uh-huh. boyfriend he was my ra what do you do in oh wow scandalous i know say so what do you do in high school i didn't have a boyfriend in high school but when you're it's like a fake boyfriend is it just you say you're dating but and you go to dances together but you do nothing else? i never went to dances with somebody that i was dating um, so it's literally the kind where you just like hold hands on the quad and you're like we're dating now yeah but i didn't do that i mean like i what made i had your boyfriend i had a boyfriend at the end of my freshman year for the summer but then we saw each other once okay so it's that kind of thing and where then like i had a boyfriend named cheech who didn't smoke pot <laughs> for a while but he was really into me and i bailed <laughs> he was like mm, that seems he was like we've older, touched on a different issue like, there <laughs> he was really handsome too i know it was really uh he was kind of a nerd and i'm happy with nerds <laughs> i love nerds but in a different way that i didn't like he uh-huh. was really nerdy about math and i respected that but like we couldn't uh I'm not. Math was cool at my high school. There was calculus camp and all the kid, the cool kids went. He went to Stanford. So, oh, okay. which well, is right down the street go. from that where you went to school. Where I went to school. <laughs> um, so anyway, in college, first boyfriend, um, I was head over heels for this guy. Mm-hmm. And then, but also so embarrassed about my hands. And so I decided to get this surgery. My mom was like, okay, we'll do it. The insurance allowed us. Uh, where you, it's little, you, like they clamp it down the nerve or whatever it is they do Uh, but it's kind of major they have to like put you under and my hands have been dry ever since they will never sweat again even though it feels like it to me sometimes I still have the psychosis of like uh is that the right word where I'm like oh my hands I feel like I need to wipe my hands on my pants um but anyway I didn't tell so you don't sweat at all well is it or is it just like they minimize the glance they I don't sweat anywhere from there you turns out now later in life i'm a little bit sweatier than ever i'm like very get very sweaty under the armpits and like underneath my boobs during summer yeah and lately i've been getting really sweaty at nighttime so sleeping <laughs> naked um but no like it just my hands are dry um but so i didn't just tell your hands and feet just my hands and feet sweating okay. yeah and so i didn't tell my boyfriend at the time that I was having the surgery because I was oh, wow. so nervous about it or like not nervous about it. I was just so embarrassed. Sure. And I needed like a week to recover. Like my mom picked me up and we went Aww. to Long Beach for the procedure. And then like I hid Aww. in my bedroom and we live in the same building. It's hard to uh-huh. avoid somebody. You know what I mean? He's my RA. But anyway, once we've, we're finally like hanging out again and we were hooking up and I was giving him a hand job <gasps> and he goes, 
what happened to your sweaty little hands? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what happened to your sweaty little hands? And I what? fucking died. This was my, I had self lubricating hands. Oh I was like God. every yeah, boy's dream say. girl. And I killed it. I killed my superpower. <laughs> and I cannot believe I did that. What happened to your sweaty? What happened to your hands? sweaty little hands? And he hadn't ever commented. Like you, he just clocked it. Like okay. he had never, he had never mentioned that I had sweaty hands. He probably oh saw me God. wiping them on my pants all the time. And then I disappeared. And then I came back oh my God. with dry hands. And, and I was like, well, let's try your feet instead. <laughs> like, Those are gone too. No, actually <laughs> they were still sweaty, but I had another procedure later to oh. get the feet <laughs> and because it, it made a big difference. <laughs> so well, yeah, wearing heels and that sort of thing. Yeah. I yeah. seriously would twist my ankle a Aww. lot. Um, also like in your shoes smell bad. And <laughs> could you just do one hand, like your hand job hand and then like, leave well, that it's wet too little too late now. I didn't know. <laughs> Turn it back on. I was just so new to sex and sexual activities in general. <laughs> I didn't realize what a gift I had. Yeah. You got a superpower. Yeah. Ladies, <laughs> if you have hyperhidrosis, just lean in. Yeah. Lean in. Get those sweaty little hands. Although I don't really regret it. I no, mean, no. It, it sounds like it was causing way more. It was causing like psychological trauma and that's what, you know, saliva is for. <laughs> I'm just picture. I'm sure it wasn't like a puddle, but I'm just Sometimes. picturing like puddles of water. Not like, puddles. Like it's almost like you can just produce water in your hand. That's it's cool. It's more like <laughs> like just, just plants. Sprouting. It's like you constantly washed your hands. Okay. Or m- worse than that, though. Like seriously, I would smudge my papers. Was it like salty? Like because it's sweat, so you would leave salt. You know, stains I never licked it, so oh. I'm not positive. <laughs> I'm just thinking when you run or do work out a lot. Right. Like I, I work out so little that I'm like, when you sometimes work out, but I'm like, most people do this all the time. But you know, when you sweat through clothes and it leaves stains. Yeah. Uh, or salt stains. Sometimes? I don't know. I may- maybe. Um. You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I it, it it's, it's different when it's coming out of your hands or your sure, feet. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, feet, it still stinks, but. It, um, oh, was there a smell? Well, no. I guess if you wear so your shoes, your be, shoes right, smell bad. Um, hold on, honestly, did you tell no. him when he asked? No, I didn't. So you just said, I don't know what you're talking about. I my hands. One hundred percent. I laughed. <laughs> I don't know. You know. But that's another thing about <laughs> like that was a little girl that probably shouldn't have been having sex yet. No, it's fine. That's how we learn. But uh-huh. oh, not college. really. But you like I was in college. college. But I just mean. In general, and I'm fine. I don't regret my choices. But in hindsight, it's like, well, you clearly didn't have the vocabulary for being intimate <laughs> with people. You know, you didn't have the, you you weren't confident enough. You were really self conscious about oh, a lot to of talk things. About and stuff. But I think that's normal. College is you a learn time that. when, yeah, when guys think that the girls like the jackhammer, like, like, and they go on thinking that because we're not telling them. Anything. Well, and that's, but it comes down to the, now we talk about consent and having communication, and I would like to empower. Sure, sure, but consent students. versus like enjoyment is a little different. Yes, because totally. I think there are times where I consented, but I'd be like, ah, "I guess this is fine. Well, like, I, know. I want the attention, but this isn't fun for me. Can't wait till it's over." Like, definitely not like. But that's part assault, of the conversation now yeah, sure. for <laughs> it because a lot of those situations can easily turn into. Oh, for sure, yeah. But and I'm not, you, you know, but I was actually just listening to um, Radio Lab, mm-hmm. and they have a three-part series on consent and different stuff from different angles and it's really interesting but the third one um well i was talking about like i think like uh uh Mm snm workshops but talking about how you know communication and just being able like how they talk about and how they teach each other how to uh, communicate 
to try to protect against any uh, bad situations. Yeah. And just the idea that 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 conversation should be taught at a young age. Just for like sure. like I think that that should be a part of college. Well, and as people think, are experimenting for the first time. It's the thing because we joke about it all the time, and it's, e- it's an easy laugh. And I'm like, almost like I'm like, at a certain point, this is gonna be like rude to say, but we're not there yet. We're not out of quality. But it's an easy laugh to be like, ah, you know, guys can't, guys can't find the clitoris, or <laughs> don't know how <laughs> yeah. to make a girl come. Which is like, you know what? We were rooting for you. We, we it's funny to laugh to. Oh, at, yeah. but we're we're not trying to keep it that way. Um, and I don't think all men it's are not like, like that. I want that to be my magic sure. secret. <laughs> yeah, and the reason people laugh at it is because it's still very true. But I don't think it's true for everyone. But I, this is the thing it was like when we when we in college not all women but when i did this and i know friends who did this when we like pretend to enjoy something because we don't know how to say what we want not because we uh weren't consenting but just not enjoying the sex yeah. as much as we could i think um guys don't like that either because no guy wants to hear it. like when they're like oh do you like that they don't want to hear that like no yeah. i was pretending because I just wanted to get through it. Like, yeah. that's a big turnoff, too. I oh, think yeah. guys like it's it worst. when you're, they're doing what you want. And you both, whatever, uh, have fun. So so I think it's a win-win if we talk about it. But uh, Absolutely. But, yeah, but I don't think people in college know that. No, don't. they don't. <laughs> but, you know, we can change it. No, we can't. Sure, that's just for sure. Life. Uh-huh. Um, but I think it's good that we have these conversations. But, yeah, I was not uh, able to communicate uh, my my situation mm-hmm. to my boyfriend. Um, and so after that you just always had dry hands yeah and he was like oh, i guess she we didn't stay together for very long um <laughs> we might have already broken up by you that point got back together. Well, he, it was more about honestly god he such my type of guy unavailable um <laughs> no he was such a good guy that he was racked with guilt about being my ra oh okay and yeah Truly, that was probably the. But then after that, and then I became really close friends with his sister because uh-huh. she was my age, because he oh, was okay. like two years older and she was in my grade, and she's super cool too. So then that got weird. But then huh. we were just friends. I was still in love with him for all of college, but oh wow, but like we were friends. Hmm, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, no, it's it's not. I mean, I'm uh, I've well, first of all, I've never heard. I think I've heard of people who sweat a lot, but I didn't know it was specifically out mm-hmm. of your hands. And it's just so funny because when you were saying that, I was kind of making a joke about like it being a, a good thing. About I know, sex, I know. And I was that, like, it actually came there. up. No, because I was going to say nobody, it's, but it is a weird paradox where we are like as people, not during sex, but just in life. It's like if someone's like, oh, they're very sweaty, that's maybe a negative connotation. But then like nobody's ever wanted a dry person in sex, right? Like, I mean, right? So it's this weird paradox. It's like, what is it about us having to wear these masks in our real life? Like, you're supposed to be this put-together person, but then, like, you're supposed to... Th- that's all bad. Mm-hmm. If you're put-together in bed, that's bad. Nobody has ever, like, right. oh, I can't wait for a girl to make some Excel sheets in bed. <laughs> so I don't know what I that is. I bet she's fucking organized between the sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet she's a list of all the stuff she wants. So hot. Uh, but um, yeah, so I don't know what that is. Like, because, I mean, even not a basic thing, like, on a physical chemical level like being dry versus wet like you don't want a dry person in bed but you don't want a wet person walking around why (laughs) is there something about it that's out of control or something like maybe like we are so um i mean it's the same reason why we or do you think it's a puritanical thing where people don't want to be reminded of sex yes that's what yes i think that we are are we don't we talk about sex, but we actually don't. Sure. We, sex is like a salacious thing and mm-hmm. we think we're 
we think that we're progressive when we're actually not. We have yeah. a hard time. I have a hard time talking about it, mm-hmm. like, in the moment. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I'm good about better about it. But, like, it's a hard thing. Like, having hard conversations or getting out of my own way, we get awkward and weird. And that's our society that we have. And it's a problem. It, it Honestly, that's what makes consent so hard. That's what makes sex. Mm-hmm. It's like this, these taboos and people have to think they have to grab it or they have to go along with it and they're scared to speak up about what they actually want or what they actually feel. Um, and, you know, some of us are sweaty outside <laughs> and it's not appropriate because it reminds everybody of when you're fucking and you're sweaty. And <laughs> no, that's, that's what not. People, but I wonder but if there's something mean, about that because I think people, like, you know how men get mad not all, but like certain men in conservative areas get mad when women wear revealing clothes. Like it's yeah. like an anger. It's not like that they're turned on and then they're like, be careful. We're worried about you. There's like it incites this like anger in them and where they want to control your body. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes from them not wanting to be like in that headspace. And it's very, uh-huh. I wonder if that has something to do with sweat. I never thought about that before. Um, yeah. And power and stuff. Sure. I just... I mean, I'm sure I just I was going to be self-conscious about anything. Mm-hmm. Being sweaty was just like, yes, I was going to carry that deeply with me everywhere. You know, well, I wonder if that has it's different for men and women, too, because like we're supposed yeah. to be like hairless and like dry creatures. It's true. One hundred percent. I didn't meet one person in college who <laughs> after that and he had hyperhidrosis. Mm-hmm. He didn't care that much. We did have a conversation about it, but he was like, yeah, that's a thing. And I was like, wow, wow. You can have that mindset about it. Oh, you're a dude. Right. Um, <laughs> it's different if like, you are. So it's different if he is. He's hot. You know, mm. like men run hot. Uh, you know, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? It's different for a woman. He also can have hairy legs. That's true. Men don't realize what freedom they have like this is privilege hair being mm-hmm. able to just have body hair it, and not have to think about where every single one is yeah but as a woman it's like like I me mean, i'm partly joking i mean obviously there's other things but like but it is weird to be like oh we're so aware of like where every hair grows yeah that that it's like crazy that there's men just have freedom to be like oh we'll let this hair grow down here 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 and like when I was a kid in um, middle school, I wasn't allowed to shave my legs. So I still didn't want hairy legs. So I would tweeze every hair. No way. On my legs. <gasps> Spent so much time, hours. Wait, that says so much about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's like dedication, pain, Spent threshold. hours doing it. You don't understand. I could have had, st- I could have probably gotten into the Ivy League if I had spent that time studying. Instead. What did your, did your sister think of that? She did it too. Yeah. We both did it. She may have started it. We would do, we'd tweeze our legs and because I didn't want hair. And because one time a guy was like, oh, you don't shave your legs. And I didn't even have that much hair. But enough where it was like, if you find one, you're like, oh my God. Um, yeah. Did that, that all from a through young age. middle school. And it's crazy. I wish I could just get, go back in time don't and be like, just be yourself. I just, <laughs> I was having this conversation with somebody last night. I just want to be like, it's okay, baby. I like, know. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't. Maybe I do. I mean, there's certainly choices. I can't regret my choices. All of my paths. No, it's that's, you're here. that's why I'm here. Certainly, I would would do things differently, but not that many. Um, I just want to give her a little guidance. I just want to say, you look great, girl. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's okay. That's, you know, 
they can still read your paper. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not that smudged. I wonder if the internet would have uh, been more prominent now would have changed things if you could like talk to other people who are also in your shoes. Yeah, probably. I'm sure that I would have, or at least would have found more information about it. Sure. You know, um, different things that you can do to handle it. They, uh, I don't know if we ever did Botox. That was one of the things that you can oh, okay. do for it. You oh, can Botox. Wow. They could both. I think maybe we did put Botox oh, in to my dry hand. It I can't remember. They gave me like a special antiperspirant for yeah. my hands. All these things I had to try first before oh, wow. I could do the surgery. Um, but yeah, all the <laughs> girls have all that pressure and we internalize it and it manifests right. as neuroses. It also is we're not supposed to talk about uh, what we do to change it, you know? Like, oh, like yeah. you hid the fact that you went I to surgery. It. Like I um, I used to be embarrassed. I almost went overboard because I was <laughs> – I, like, go get laser. And uh, and once I told someone, I because they were like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just leaving the laser. And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to tell you that. Because um, like, everything's supposed to be – however you are, it's supposed to be natural and effortless. But I'm like, I mean, if I want to be a certain way, I'll do it. But, like – why do we also have to hide it? Why do we have to hide <laughs> it? Why we got to be shady about it? I don't know. Um, I feel like that's changing. I, I love, I, I cherish my girlfriends telling mm. me their dirty secrets or yeah. the stuff that other people would think of as taboo. I appreciate like effort. Your favorite sex toy. But you yeah. Know? And I How also, the, the fact that people try, like, I don't like, I won't go, I wouldn't go to a museum, look at art. If some, I, I appreciate art more if someone's like this, the artist put intent into it, spent a lot mm-hmm. of time. They care about this as opposed to someone be like, no, I, they kind of just picked up a canvas and it already looked like that. And they're like, it's done. Like right, nobody right. wants that. Right. So Let me why see should people be any different? Tell me about how it happened. Yeah. I would love to like, if you meet a hot person, I would love for them to be like, oh yeah, well I spent a lot of time. I had a nose job. Like this. Yeah. A lot of money, Shocking. a lot of time, tried really hard. Girlfriend of mine told <laughs> me the other night she had a nose job blew me away <laughs> wonderful share that information yeah she's like you're happy with it too even better be like look yeah. at how good she's it like, looks yeah she's like i had a big bump in my nose she said <laughs> actually she's like her mom had a nose job and it was just always growing up this is a little it's not sad but it was just <laughs> everything's a little it could sad. it could be skewed <laughs> i'm not saying it in a bad way like it was a positive thing and she's fine it wasn't damaging but there was just a, an acknowledged thing she's like Oh yeah, I had a no job when I'm 16, and you will too if you want. You know, ah. like okay, that made her like I don't judge th- that. Right, like, you know. Well, it takes away the insecurity. Well, if as long as everything, I don't know anything about their relationship, but as long as everything else is also good and supportive, it seems fine. because um, yeah. <laughs> then it takes away the insecurity of you're like, oh, is this something you're worried about? Don't worry, we can fix it. It's fine. But also, either way, if it's fine, you know, like you don't have to if don't you don't want to, but it. you yeah. can. Um, yeah, it, it's like when you're old enough. Um, and yeah. and I I just I can't stand people being like like you can leave your judgments about whether or not whatever it is I want to do to my body or my face. Yeah. What I, like? Yeah, when people are like, uh, I, blah blah blah, blanks not even real. It's like, but do you like it? Does it look good? Does it make okay, you cool. feel good? Does it so make you? <laughs> does it? Does the fact did I need to get that surgery done? No, I didn't. <laughs> did it make my life better? Except for maybe less good hand jobs uh, you know (laughs) there's a better word less good but um yeah it made my life better (laughs) you know it made my life better and even if that is because of my in my head sure it's how you see yourself yeah you know it's confident kept me from being feeling limited um and sure it can become yeah (laughs) sure it's a slippery slope everything is it's a slippery slope exactly (laughs) 
<laughs> or no more slippery it's no slope. more slippery slope it's a dry, very dry slope my feet are a little too dry now though i'm like constantly like i need to exfoliate oh, like put lotion on it or something? yeah because uh-huh. they're too dry Ah. Well, I have dry skin. I have psoriasis. So. Oh, you do? But I do sweat a lot, too. So I don't know. I'm a, like kind of like a paradox in very many ways. People sweat. Also, climate change is real. And mm-hmm. we're all going to just going to lean into our sweatiness. Uh-huh. Yeah. But we're just going to be balls of water. Uh, mm-hmm. And then eventually the people who are have hydrosis will survive because when we're out of drinking water. They'll pr- they they'll will be the producers the of drinking water. We're going to have a technology <laughs> that desalinates uh, sweat hand sweat wow and you'll just squeeze it out it's so beautiful <laughs> um well, i'm really glad you shared that um <laughs> Me too. i really like that it's so fun it was sort of like roller coaster of emotions i know we went all over the place you guys got a good little look into me do you is that something because i actually haven't heard that before is that something that you really like haven't talked about very much no i haven't um i did i i did tell the story recently to somebody uh-huh. and had a big laugh and then and you're like, oh, maybe this. I, do you feel um? Do you feel like something's been lifted today? Yeah. You know what? I have. I've <laughs> I've shared this with you. You know, it's something that you don't think about all the time. You forget, mm-hmm. and it's in the back of your mind, and it's there. It's who I am. Yeah. Um, I do think it's important and good to share for sure things that are like you know humanizes, and then some of you guys have it too, and you don't need to get the surgery, but you can if you want. It's not that bad. <laughs> It's not, but if you want to have sweaty little hands, someone if out there want, wants like, yeah, those sweaty little hands. Keep those sweaty little hands <laughs> for the bed, you know? You're, I mean, come on. You're built in with lube. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, man. Um, uh, do you want to play a game? I've got a sure. little game. Okay, cool. I like to end with a game. So this what if is, I said no? Um, then I guess I would say thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so lame. Okay. Um, this is a game. It's uh, about confessions on Reddit. It's called What Are slash These People Going to Confess? Ooh. And so I'm going to uh, read you uh, part of a confession that I uh, found on Reddit. And uh, Oh, and this the prompt on Reddit, It's uh, I found this under Ask Reddit. It's what is a very minor thing you do in secret, but people might look at you differently if they found out? So I'm going to read part of it, and then you'll have to decide what the uh, missing part is through multiple choice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Pretty straightforward. You'll get it. Okay, cool. Here's the first one. Here's the first secret. I literally put on my blank. Is it A, clothes before getting in the shower, B, pants both legs at once, or C, human suit every day and pretend to be the president, but I'm actually a pile of worms? C. It's B. (laughs) That was B. I knew it was B. (laughs) But then I thought maybe that last yeah, maybe. one's just wild enough. <laughs> uh, they B, do. They B, put pa- their pants pa- both legs at once. Yeah. How do they do that? I think you probably have you to guess sit you down. Just I think you just sit and then or jump. Jump into them. That seems like more work. But I imagine they were taught that as a you kid. Step you step know? into it. You could just step into yeah. it. But, but I think yeah. if you were taught that as a child, like maybe a toddler, like when someone's putting your pants on and you just f- it feels familiar, then you'll probably keep doing that. I feel like that has to be a dude. Because I think uh, girl jeans are really hard to, oh, true. to do that on. Well, because usually it's one, but if you, now we're both you put like half of it, one on and then another leg on, in. right? Yeah. Like I put pull one leg mostly through and then the other. Sometimes if it's like uh, really cold, I'll get dressed in bed and I'll uh, oh. just lie down, and so then I'll stick my legs up, like, and then put it on that way. You know what? I you know <laughs> I'm realizing right now that I've had a limited idea of how pants how work. pants work and how I can put them on. Yeah. And Explore, guys. Please let us know how you put your pants on. Okay. Do we uh, have another one? Okay. Yes, I have another uh, one. I won't pick the most absurd answer. Um, well, there's usually one random 
thrown in there. Um, number two, if I flush and it doesn't go down right away, I blank. A, frown at the toilet to make the poop go down. B, spit in the toilet to break it up. Or C, scoop it out with a cup and throw it away. Oh, God, is it C? It is not C. I pick everything <laughs> wrong. The answer is A. No, you pick the fun ones. A, I f- uh, so this is how she says, I, if I flush and it doesn't go down right away, I frown at the toilet as if I'm angrily disappointed as if to intimidate the toilet. If it goes down, I feel all powerful and smile. If it doesn't, I sigh and grab the plunger. Okay. It's like right. a fun little way to deal with a clogged toilet. Sure. <laughs> okay, number three. I eat plain A, coffee beans, B, butter, or C, white t-shirts? Butter. Answer is A, coffee beans. Really? Yeah. Plain, plain coffee, coffee beans? beans? Are there non-plain coffee beans? Just oh, I guess chocolate-covered po- them. Well, yeah, but do you eat coffee beans? No, but okay. people eat like espresso well, yeah, yeah. beans, chocolate. There's weed espresso chocolate-covered yeah. beans. Yeah, those are pretty good. Uh, well, I suck <laughs> at this game, and maybe that means no, I'm good at it. No, you can redeem yourself. You have two more questions to redeem yourself. Okay, I believe mm. in you, Katie. I don't. I make myself. <laughs> Come I mean, on, in this in context, I thought that scooping it out and put throwing it away was the right. <laughs> I thought for sure that was the answer. That would probably be the grosser thing to do. Well, so, it just so seemed like more practical than staring at it. Sure, sure, or sure. swishing it around. <laughs> these are these are secrets that you know people are embarrassed of. So maybe that's why yeah, they're okay. embarrassed of it. So please be ashamed of your secrets. No, don't don't be ashamed. <laughs> no, um, don't. Okay, I I have faith. I make myself blank on purpose, just like the way it feels. A, sneeze a lot. B, pee my pants. C, get asked to prom by the jock as a prank and then egged from the limo when he comes to pick me up. I, what is the first part of it? I get myself. I make make myself, myself. so it'd be, I make myself sneeze a lot on purpose or I make myself pee my pants on purpose. I'm going to go with A. You're correct. Oh, good. Sneeze a lot on purpose. But how do you make yourself sneeze away? I guess feels, you look at a I light. Guess, yeah, maybe or tr- maybe smell some pepper. I don't know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. It makes more sense than peeing your pants. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. There's something about a good sneeze. A good sneeze. They mm. in in uh. I think it in like French they call it a f- eighth of an orgasm. Oh, an eighth of an orgasm. Or something See? like that. Yeah. We um, can all orgasm, guys. <laughs> yeah, just do it eight times. Uh, <laughs> okay, final one. Let's see if you got this. When I stub my toe or bop my elbow on inanimate, wow, well, I can't inanimate <laughs> objects, I a hit them back, b make a wish, or c apologize. Oh, okay, interesting. C or a? Yes, is that <laughs> a? <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah. Was that no, was you got it. Count. <laughs> we have half point. A hit them back to show them who's boss. I think that's the funniest. But then I just realized that it would also be really cute. Somebody stumbling around, like I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry, I didn't see you there. I sometimes do that, but I do that because sometimes I'm like, I've watched enough alien movies where I'm like, someone's watching me. They've got to be. I know. I'm like, like, well, I don't want them to think I'm rude. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize to objects. Like, Someone's watching me. Look relaxed. Right, right. Look. You spend your whole life performing <laughs> for something. Well, I think it's because one time I saw a music video. I can't remember if it was like a simple plan or one of those punk rock bands where they had a bunch of people just like kind of being angsty in their rooms. Mm-hmm. And then after I watched that, for some reason that stuck with me. So I would go to my room and be like angsty and be like, I hope someone's watching me. Look how <laughs> angsty and sad I look. If only they knew the true me. And then, then after that, I live my life as if someone's I'm in a music video being watched. I think. That's adorable. <laughs> and I relate to it. I don't Some know if I exactly did that, but crazy. I definitely <laughs> would spend a lot of time like listening to music and imagining this music video with me yeah. in it. There you go. I would like, <laughs> but it was also like a lot of like 
Paul Simon or uh-huh. uh, okay. <laughs> Peter Gabriel. Oh, wow. <laughs> when I was like a little so girl. Cr- the crooners? Yeah, just like really generic, random, not generic, but like white men, mm-hmm. <laughs> like weird middle-aged white men music. It's like this end of the second act of the movie where the, uh, the friends aren't talking. Sure, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> they both go their separate ways. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for coming Thanks on the for podcast having me. and for sharing your story. This is fun. Where can people find you, Katie? You can find me on Twitter, uh, Katie Stoll. Katie mm-hmm. Why? That's lame. Um, I have to say, no, that's it's important how it's for them to know. Spe- spell yeah. my name, Katie with Y. Uh, and like you said, somewhere news. I produce our YouTube show and I co-host the podcast with Cody. Um, so the YouTube show is some more news and the podcast is even more news and we talk about the news. Uh, we try to have fun with it when yeah, we it's can. Fun. It's informative, funny, and fun. We do we do what we can. Um, but it is. It's It's been great and you should check it out. Cool. And you can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod on Instagram or join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tell Me Anything Pod. Bye-bye.